Hi, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, Latinas Lean In. I'm Evelyn. And I'm Melissa. And just a little bit about myself. I grew up with all sisters. So in my immediate family, I wasn't really, I didn't really see machismo because my mother ran the household and she was a breadwinner for a really long time. Um, I always saw equity in my home and where I saw machismo in my family was mostly seen with my uncles. Um, They would always push me to learn how to cook and clean at an early age for my uh, future husband. And they were always, all the men in my family were always served first at any family event and all the women always ate last. And I always saw that my aunts uh, cooked, they cleaned, they did the laundry, they took care of the kids, they made sure that their household ran for um, their husband. And I always saw that my uncles would always just come home, eat dinner, and then just watch TV. Um, also, I always saw like my aunts would wake up an hour before my uncle had to go to work, go to the kitchen, cook his um, lunch for the day, and then just have everything prepared for him. Um, I always thought that that was very interesting. Just like Evelyn, I was raised around only women, so I didn't see machismo in my immediate family, and I saw it in the relationship between my aunt and my uncle. Same thing, she was responsible for all the cooking, the cleaning, and the taking care of while he just um, sat back, relaxed, and did his thing while she maintained um, the household. Because we didn't grow up with machismo in our immediate family, we took the time to gather research and read about firsthand experiences of inequality within our culture from a pool of participants. We made sure to choose a variety of participants in which they were either graduated, graduating, identified as Latinx, and lastly, agreed that machismo still exists in the Latinx community. We will discuss the participants' answers and dive into why these experiences are still happening. The focus of this podcast is to draw attention to the ways that Latinx women are introduced to disadvantages within our own culture. This phenomenon is known as machismo. It is so deeply rooted into our culture that we can see it within various areas of our lives. The rest of this podcast will focus on three different topics where Latinx women can lean in to create and enforce positive change. These three topics include addressing machismo behaviors, career decisions, and cultural awareness. We will dive in deeper as we continue, but the first subject we would like to focus on is machismo. I asked to hear about the personal experiences our participants had, and I found it very interesting to hear a woman's perspective and a man's perspective. My male participant emphasized in his response to machismo that it was very evident within the relationship of his mother and father. He provided details about his personal experience of having to watch his mother work longer days than his father, yet she was told it was her responsibility to cook and clean when she got home while his father got to lay back and watch TV. The participant made it very clear on how his mother's work days did not end when she got home, but rather ended when the entire family of eight was fed and cleaned up after. The response I received from my male participant was a little more personal because she expressed how she caught herself participating in the cycle of machismo at a young age because of her male cousins. She noticed that in her household growing up, her and her other female cousins were always told to clean the entire house while their male cousins were not obligated to do anything. 
She stated that it wasn't until she got older that she realized that she had fallen into the trap of machismo. Uh, similar to Melissa's female participant, um, my female participants also had the same experience. So um, one of my female participants said that because her father grew up with machismo, he brought it into her family. Uh, so he was always taught to show strong masculine pride. And he taught her at a young age that she needed to learn to cook and clean because that is a woman's job. And when I asked her also, like, how do you see your future relationship to be like, how would you like that to be? And she answered that she would like it to be 50-50 as long as he was able to provide when she could not. Um, a, a second female participant also answered that her family has the mindset of a past. And because her parents were raised like that, they also brought it into her home. Um, she also said that she viewed her future relationship to be 50-50, but that she would definitely keep in traditional roles as her staying at home to clean, clean and take care of her children while her husband brought in um, the income. A third one, which is very interesting, was that she didn't see much in her immediate family, but she saw machismo that was commonly adopted by her uncles because her uncles perceived themselves to be the breadwinners and the head of the household. And because they contributed more that their wives needed to cook and clean to pull in their weight. Um, she said that she saw her relationship in the future to be 50-50 with her partner, but that there needed to be an equal distribution of responsibilities uh, regardless of income or who makes more. Uh, these results are very interesting because we see that even today, Latinx women are accepting roles of being traditional because it's socially acceptable and comfortable in my opinion. I think it is important to note that culture is the root of these issues, but more importantly, we pose the question, what are we doing to close this cycle? Because we can talk about this for as long as we want, but what are the steps and what are the actions and how are we being proactive about creating change? My male participant emphasized in his response how he saw the struggles and hardships his, father, his mother faced with their family and he does not want to see his wife go through the same thing. So he, he is determined to create change and cut ties with the toxic masculinity that he was shown in his childhood. On the other hand, my female participant made a comment saying, a lot of the machismo we live nowadays goes unnoticed because it just becomes so normalized in the household and I could not agree more. She states that she is not going out of her way to work against machismo, but she does recognize that her and her partner are not carrying these traditions into their home. Moving into the subject of careers, we would like to go further into depth about the influences of decision-making. Cheryl Sandberg mentions in the book, Lean In, she has a quote that reads, personal choices are not always as personal as they appear. We are all influenced by social conventions Peer pressure, peer pressure, and familial expectations. On top of these forces, women who can afford to drop out of the workplace often receive not just permission, but encouragement to do so from all directions. Our results agree with Cheryl because my male participant was more inclined to pursue his career because of the pay, which is a social convention that later turned into a familial expectation. It was not until later in his career that he developed a passion for what he did and he began to show interest as to how he can incorporate a family into his routine. On the other hand, 
my female participant stated that she had other ideas of becoming a doctor, but a big factor that impacted her decision was that she would finish school very late and have to become a mother at a late age. The way these two responses contradict each other just show how men and women have to take into account different things and have to take into consideration um, different things that impact their life-changing decisions. Um, also similar to this, my film participants claimed that their career choices were personal choices. Um, there wasn't much of a family expectation, uh, but uh, the careers that they chose, uh, the reasons why they chose their careers were because they had a passion for that career. Um, said careers were lawyers, social workers, business, and education. Of those participants, two uh, had already graduated, and they stated that they, they received support from their family to pursue their careers, um, one of which said that she did not uh, receive any pressure from her family to change her career, but that she did see pressure from her peers to change her career because her career, her major was business, and that wasn't a career that would be fit for a mother. Um, she didn't, uh, both of the participants that had graduated stated that because they received support from their family, it made their education um, much more smooth and they realized that they had, um, that their family placed a value for that. Um, my female participant expressed how she was very grateful that her husband worked two jobs while she was still attending nursing school and working full-time in order to provide for them both and to support her education. I think it's important to highlight and note that um, he supported her and that he pushed and he tried and he strived um, his best in order to make her education more attainable and easier. Um, so we can just basically see how he supported her throughout her career. Based on these Based on the results of the participants, we see that machismo does not influence the choice of the career, but it has more of an impact on the amount of pay received in whatever career you pick. We often let family, money, and sometimes even our community stand in the way of pursuing our dreams. We have to put an end to that and teach women that we do not have to take others into consideration when deciding something for ourselves. This includes learning negotiating skills. As Latinas, we get paid 45% less than white men, meaning we make 54 cents to every dollar they make. The gender wage not only equates to more than 1.12 million in lost wages over a 40-year career span, but it also means Latinas have to work an additional 11 months into the new year to reach equal pay by November 20th. Learning to negotiate our salaries to earn what we deserve and also to earn equal wages in comparison to men. As we begin to wrap up, we want to highlight the reasons why creating this change is beneficial for everyone. I believe that simply by acknowledging the issue and correcting and trying to reverse the things that contribute to machismo and inequality um, within very various aspects in our lives, we need to begin to create change. It is all about reversing the things we were taught and also some of the ways we grew up in order to introduce equality into our Latin households. Um, it's also important to note um, that men need to support their wives and their daughters because it's an investment into their future. And not just 
an individual investment, but it's better just an investment in bettering the Latinx community, uh, bettering future relationships. Also, uh, making your partner an actual partner, holding them accountable, because I believe that in many relationships, um, when men are asked to do something and they do it wrong, or any partner, one partner will step in and, and just take over the situation instead of both of them um, taking a step back and learning from each other. Because it doesn't need to be a set of roles for each uh, gender. It can be something that both parties know how to do and can take and can step in when one ne just needs help and not just completely take over. Um, I think it's also important to know that uh, people should have a relationship before they have marriage or even kids because a lot of um, a lot of people in the Latinx community go straight to having uh, children in marriage from dating and they don't tend to move in together because it's not normalized in our community. Um, one of the reasons being is because many men will not allow their daughters to date but will let their sons go out and have girlfriends. Um, and those girlfriends won't tell their parents that they have boyfriends. And the reason being is just, again, it's just that engraved machismo of like, you need to save yourself and you need to just have a husband. There's no such thing as having um, multiple boyfriends and there's no such thing as having like a talking stage in the community. And that's one thing that we just need to start acknowledging that women can have boyfriends and it's not going to lead to teen pregnancy and it's not going to lead to high school dropouts. Um, but instead by putting, by allowing son, like the son and the men to date, um, we don't put that value or that pressure of a boy can impregnate. We always put the pressure on Latinx women that they can get pregnant from dating and therefore they're not allowed to do it. And I think that's just like one big thing as a community that we need to we need to stop bringing into our new like generations. Um, also, adding social value to women's work in our community, we need to start uh, addressing these issues and saying that cooking and cleaning isn't just something that should be expected. Um, it's something that has a lot of value, and that we need to start at least men need to start acknowledging and appreciating that. It takes a lot to run a household. It takes a lot to have cooks, uh, to have meals cooked, to have the laundry clean, to make sure that the children do their homework, get to school. It's a lot. It's not easy work. And I think that we often tend to think that it is easy work. And it's just we need to start appreciating and adding value to, to those um, things. Uh, um, also for women, knowing your value and accepting, accepting a traditional role is okay, as long as there's value and respect for it. There's nothing wrong with wanting to be a stay-at-home mom or wanting to cook for your husband, or there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. Like, a relationship can still have equity. A woman can still cook for her husband and have the house clean. Like, there's nothing wrong with that, as long as there is, um, as long as there's value and respect for that, and, be, as the, and, and the big part is, is as long as it's not expected, as long as the male doesn't expect a woman to cook or clean, um, I think that's the big part. Like, you sh it shouldn't be expected. It, either partner can do 
both. If a woman chooses to do the cooking and cleaning, then it should be her choice. And it shouldn't just be something that a woman was trained to do at a young age, because a lot of us, um, including myself and Melissa, like we, we do these things without thinking that we're playing into the cycle of machismo. And I know that many of the older daughters in the family are expected to take care of the rest of the children. And it's just teaching them at a young age that, that they are able to take care of that, that it's just, sorry, it's just teaching them at a young age, the value of being a mother is so important and learning skills that aren't taught. Um, Because for sons, it's not expected to take care of to take care of younger children, you mostly just see that pressure and that expectation on younger women. And then that just leads them to think that there's value in that, in learning these skills. Um, I think just to sum it all up, like we need to start um, breaking these generational chains and we need to stop um, idealizing these traditional roles or stop romanticizing them, um, but calling them out. And we hope that this conversation helped you all learn something new and that you were able to gain a new perspective. We thank you for listening to Latinas Lean In and we hope that you lean in. Bye. Bye.